Hi guys. Hey guys. Tina. Caroline. Hi Teddy. Hi. <laughs> Let's do a shot guys to us. Okay, everyone get in. Three, two, one. Have you ever done anything like this before? I've never done this over Zoom. Obviously, we're not physically together, but there's no reason why Spirit can't communicate over the internet. Nothing's going to happen. Visualise us sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forth. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. Yeah. I heard something. I think there's something here. Did you say that? <laughs> oh, Emma, funny. There's something. You know, we've connected with something. We gotta keep going. We gotta talk to it. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. It's almost that time of year again for the third year in a row of East Society's 31 Days of Horror. Um, I'll probably put them back and forth on the uh, either Anchor and the regular feed. Last year, I tried to put them on both feeds, and it was just hard. I think I put like half uh, here on Anchor. But... Um, we're going to do a, uh, a special bonus episode to, to kick things off, to get you guys back in the mood again for uh, 31 days of nothing but uh, old school, new school, in-between school, and super, super duper old school uh, horror films. Some may not be horror, but you, you know how it goes. You guys know me when, I, when it comes to horror. But uh, With this bonus episode, I am not uh, here alone. But then again, are we all at all alone at any time and point in our lifetimes? But um, you guys heard him and you love him. He was on uh, the last episode of the MacNest podcast, and definitely he's going to be back. Uh, I don't know how many more times when we're doing these 31 Days of Horror, but we got writer, director, and author Mike J. Marin. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, hey. Just uh, got another round of fires down here in the la area so just trying to stay out the smoke and out the heat yeah yeah man it was uh burning up down there we were only in the 90s here but uh we got plenty of smoke still uh from the fires but um while we're here uh everyone we are going to be talking about a uh, new film that came out uh at the end of uh, july july 30th and this is a film that everyone's been talking about uh, if you have Shudder or by other means. And this is a film called Host. Uh, it's a, um, 
a uh, Shutter uh, original or a Shutter Shutter exclusive. Um, it's directed by Rob Savage, and six friends accidentally invite the attention of a demonic presence during an online seance and begin noticing strange occurrences in their homes. Uh, this stars Haley Bishop, uh, Gemma Moore, Fredina, Dan Dordova, um, Edward, uh, what the heck was Teddy's name? Oh, damn it. Um, Edward Linyard, uh, Caroline Ward, a Alan Emery's and Selena Baxter. Uh, there was someone. There's, there's a few other, a few other people in this, but they were just kind of like in and out. Uh, there's another person. Uh, I'll bring him up uh, once we get uh, into this. But um, let me see. The I just read a synopsis that was just on Google. What is the one for um, IMDb? Uh, looks like we don't have. Oh wait, it does. Uh, six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during lockdown, but they get far more than they've bargained for as things quickly go wrong. When an evil spirit starts invading their homes, they begin to realize they might not survive the night. Uh, this was a film again. Like I said, everyone was talking about, so I was like, all right, let me, let me give it a shot. A uh, friend of the show. Uh, Brian from the Horror Returns. He had brought it up on one of their episodes, and um, I trust Brian, so I'm like, all right, let me let me give it a shot. And uh, I watched this movie actually twice. I watched it when it first came out, and then I just watched it, finished watching it again with uh, my wife and my son, and both of them uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, my wife is not for the one to watch the uh, found footage type films when it's all shaky, but she got through this one. It wasn't very long. This movie's only. Um, uh, 57 minutes it's, uh, labeled horror mystery but before i get into it mike what did you think of host um i thought it was one of the better the better um films uh i guess found footage along the same lines as like unfriended or searching um and it's i love the fact that it's done with little to no special effects uh, there's some, you know, post-production stuff you can see, but as far as like keeping you, as far as like drawing you in and keeping you watching, um, <laughs> like there's a couple times I was into it to the point where I was, you know, uh, whenever I get, whenever something spooks me out in the movie, I, I bring my t-shirt up and cover my nose. So it's like, you know, with my mask on, I was sitting there <laughs> watching this film like that, um. But I dug it. It was a simple, a simple premise, and in, in a time of that everybody can relate to, because the best horror is is hitting people that that can relate to it. Like now, it's on lockdown, so uh, tons of people worldwide are zooming with each other, whether it be for yoga classes or school for the kids and in college stuff like that. But then to throw a horror element into it, that you know, it's it's a game changer. So as far as like lockdown horror films. Um, this one is probably the, well, this is the only one that I've seen so far. And I'd say it's a, it's going to be a hard act to follow. Yeah. As a, uh, as a filmmaker, I mean, um, what did you think of the whole production from what, uh, these people did? Because from what I understand, they were saying, um, let me read some, uh, trivia really quick before you, uh, you answer. 
Although scripted, the cast was allowed to improvise, for instance, the moment when Haley sneezes and the cast reacts to is not was not planned. Okay. Uh, parts of the script were react re redacted so that the cast didn't know what happened throughout. Certain things were pre recorded and played back for the cast to get their uh, genuine reactions. This was all filmed during the coronavirus pandemic in twenty twenty. Oh, excuse me. Based on a short film by director Rob Savage, where he pranked his friends during a Zoom chat pretending to be attacked by something in his attic. Uh, he didn't inform his friends in order to get their genuine reactions to it. The video was released online and went viral. Uh, Savage then uh, approached Shudder about making a feature-length version. Right on. Uh, in order to get the cast worked up before certain takes, the director would make them watch horror movie clips. Uh, this also got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And another thing that I, I read about this is that uh, if you've seen this already or if you haven't seen it, of, of, of course we're going to spoil it, everyone. So, um, yeah, be, be wary of that. If you want to watch it, yeah, go watch it. If you, uh, if you Like I said, Shudder or by other means, um, it's out there. <laughs> so um, uh, that the, the director was not in the room uh, with these uh, young women and uh, uh, gentlemen when uh, they were filming all this. Because it's like if you guys are familiar with Zoom, it's something new to me because my wife has to do it for work. Um, I've never done it, so I don't even have it in my computer. But I assume it's kind of like the, the Skype or the Google chat or whatever the hell those things are called. Uh, but anyway, uh, the director gave them what told them what to do, and they filmed it all. And I, I don't know if it's their own personal apartments, uh, but I'm pretty sure it is. And they just, it, all right, action, and, and they went. I, mean, I don't know how long, they, how many times they filmed each scene, but um, I thought they did an amazing job for what they did, especially for now when a, a lot of uh, people are not making films. Um, I assume this was uh, more in the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was really quarantined on lockdown because right now in, in September, everyone's kind of just putting around like nothing's going on. Um, but ov overall, I really thought this film uh, was awesome for what they did. Uh, the little bit to, to, of special effects uh, I thought was awesome. Uh, they didn't really go for it. Um, I'm sure there was uh, some erasing uh, when they came into the editing with, with uh, one of the scenes I'm thinking of right now. But a majority of it was a lot of just uh, uh, camera tricks and just uh, basic scares, jump scares uh, throughout. Um, uh, the first time I had seen this, it, it was at night. It was pretty late at night. And in, this, in these type of films, you're hearing the bangs and the booms in the background. And then your mind starts playing with your mind starts playing tricks on you, and then you start hearing booms and bangs and creaks and all that through the house, kind of like when I saw um, the very first Paranormal Activity, and that that movie scared the hell out of me. I didn't, I couldn't sleep too good uh, that first night. I know some of you were laughing, but damn it, it was scary to me. But anyway, well, like this one, dude. I was in the middle of watching it. The fucking Amazon dude knocked on the door, and I almost fell off the couch. <laughs> It was like it, it was at that scene where the girl's about to go in the attic, and then boom! And then my neighbor upstairs, his kids, 
are all running around and dropping shit on the floor. So it's like, you know, I, I had it. It was like in full, like what they call the back in the day, sense around. It was all, I had it all in sense around. So. I mean, this it was it was really good. I mean, the basic story to this um, is uh, was it five friends? Um, they're just trying to do something during uh, the pandemic, and one of them comes up with the idea of uh, getting a medium to help them do a seance. Uh, they get the medium. She says she's never done it this way, but she thinks it could be done. So what they do is light up candles, and they start talking. Is there someone that you guys can uh, think of that's passed on? Uh, let's try to contact them. Uh, one of the uh, women, one of the, the young ladies, um, I want to say her name was Gemma. Uh, was that the, yeah. Little cute Asian one? Yeah, her. Uh, yeah. Gemma Moore. I guess they all really used their real names. Yeah, she was a little cutie. I like those uh, those girls with glasses. But anyway, uh, Gemma kind of uh, makes up a um, a little story about uh, of someone that, that bothered her, and, uh, and I guess he had passed on, but then it turns out to be a joke because uh, so, she starts laughing. But then the medium kind of says, well, you really shouldn't uh, joke around like that because, or you shouldn't joke around with spirits because they can take it the wrong way and then all hell will break loose. So, I mean, that's pretty much what happened uh, to, to kick the story off. Because of Gemma, uh, everything started going haywire. Um, from You're just seeing the screens of, uh, of these young women's faces and you can see the stuff moving around, lights flashing in the background, things starting to move. and But... That's pretty much where the story goes, and then all hell breaks loose with the spirit for for all of them. Um, do you think it was just one spirit that was uh, messing around with all of them? Because they were seemed to be like in all parts of the world. Well, she, the first first of all, she, you know, it was. Um, I'm going to use the D word here. It was demonic, and if you know that kind of lore. Um, <laughs> it's like there's no, it doesn't have no boundaries because it doesn't have a form. It could be anything. So it's like, like uh, Ed Warren said uh, in one of his books and in, in The Conjuring, he said, you know, it's something that's never walked the earth in human form. So it could be anything. Um, in whatchamacallit, in Prince of Darkness, it was water, it was a liquid. Um, and it, it could be anything. And then according to Stephen King, if he takes it real, you know, deep in that world, it's your fear and your fear can manifest into anything. Hence a clown or a giant spider, you know, it's, it, it all depends on what you're afraid of. And if you, you know, and then what, what did that lady tell him? She's like, I told you at the beginning, you know, you can't, you got to be serious about it and you can't say you can't make something up because what you did was you invited this thing because because you you made up a, you made something up but now it's going to take that form you gave it permission to come into your world you know like the conjuring has really good dialogue when you listen to those conjuring movies with ed and lorraine warren like when he talks about uh you know or when uh what's her name lynn shay in one of the insidious movies tells that girl in Insidious uh, Chapter 3, and she's like, hey, uh, you know, don't call out to your mom 
because the dead are listening. And when you call out to one, every one of them can hear you. So it's like, that's why Ouija boards and all that shit, those are doorways. You open the door, you don't know what's going to come in or what's going to talk to you. You know, like our people, you know, we have our warnings. We follow them. But we sure get a kick out of watching these non-natives fuck with this shit and see what happens to them. But in answer to your first question, like from a filmmaking point of view, I mean, it's good to prep your, like how, you know, like the trivia said, he kind of prepped them. And I think improv is the best because like what I do when I do films is I let my, my actors be themselves basically to bring themselves to the role to, to create that role as it pertains to them. Like with the smudging, everybody was, you know, like you hung out with us after the smudging and you pretty much felt like you were with the characters because we were ourselves, you know, we were just ourselves in that movie. And, you know, you kind of get, like you said, I was calling Chris Danny boy. <laughs> His name is Chris, but you, you relate to those characters. So that's what you want to do is you want to make these characters relatable. Like a lot of times you say, I know, I know someone like that. Like when we saw Napoleon Dynamite, everybody that saw that movie knew a kid like that or knew people <laughs> like that. And that's all of us were. Sometimes some of us were that kid, you know, but you want to create characters that are relatable. That's what makes it scary is because it could be like, oh, damn, that girl's just like the girl next door. Or, oh, my God, I remember when that happened when I was in my college dorm or what have you, you know. It's just as a good filmmaker, you want to be able to make your characters as believable as possible. And then the fun is putting them in scary situations and see how they'll, they'll react. Like, for example, when I did the smudging, I took the cast up to that scary ass fourth floor crawl space and made them spend time in there one at a time by themselves for a minute in the dark and when they came out i told them you know that feeling you got when you were in there that's what i want you to carry while we're making this film so prepping your your characters and having them you know bring themselves to the table that's that's that makes it pretty uh it makes it pretty awesome but to me it makes it pretty genuine so with this film like i could relate to those girls like each we all know girls like this you know, there's little, the little nerd one, and we got the little loosey-goosey one, and we got the little chatty one. That one that with the ponytails and the bunny slippers that sat there the whole time holding her, like her hand over her mouth. It's like, we were all that girl. You know, <laughs> all scared. And, and some of us watching the film were probably like sitting there with our hand over our mouth and our feet curled up under us and, you know, gripping our partner or, or turning lights on when we were watching it. So... It was, as far as being a, a good horror film, it was effective. You know, I really dug it. And, you know, back to like, you know, you were going to say something about like, what, what do you, you know, what's your belief on it like this? What did you think? You think it was multiple? Um, <laughs> at first I was, I was thinking, but then, I mean, I'm listening to what you're saying that the, the, these things can be anywhere and everywhere and, and take any form. Um, they do show it, but it's really fast, and uh, the, they're just calling it the spirit, and it's uh played by an actor named James Swanson, 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 whatever. Um, when they <laughs> when they do show them, it's really quick. Um, it's quick but scary. Yeah, <laughs> it did. I mean, watching it. I mean, I seen it when it first came out, like I said, but then watching it again tonight uh, with my family, it was like I. This is the first time me seeing it because 
I forgot a lot of the um, jump scares. And I also caught a couple things that I didn't see uh, the first time watching this. So, um, I mean, this is definitely something creepy. While we're sitting there watching this, and like you said, uh, us being native, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that we're told not to do, and I've never done any of them because I don't, I don't uh, want to, to go out like how these got how these gals and guy went out. Um, we're just not supposed to open those doors and and talk about those type of things or conjure up those type of things. Because I told Eric when we're sitting there, because dealing with the seance stuff, playing playing with the Ouija boards and all that. Uh, I told Eric, I said, don't you guys do, you and your friends do anything stupid like this. And, uh, he's like, oh, he goes, no, nah, we won't. I'm schooling him pretty good with all these, uh, horror, all these old school horror movies. I mean, they taught us a lot. I mean, they may be stupid and, and you guys may not like them, but um, I think watching horror movies and all these disaster movies kind of geared up uh, a lot of us, got us ready for this pandemic. So... <laughs> um, but overall, I mean, once the spirit kicks in and everything, I mean, things start moving and, and lights uh, flickering around. I do like that um, when uh, when one of the girls, uh, Haley, she starts hearing things. She kind of walks down uh, the hall and she's um, holding her. It seems like some of them were using cell phones and uh, maybe one of them had a, a laptop or something or an iPad. Because I was like, how the hell are they carrying these things around and, and try to fight off demons and all that? So I assume they were phones or something small. But she walks down the hall. <laughs> this pisses me off every single horror movie. Um, me, when when I'm uh, home or if I'm at when, when I do the overnight shift at work, I make sure every fucking light is on. Um, I'll even sleep with the lights on if nobody's here. Um, that's just me. Too many horror movies. But they walk down the hall. Clearly, you can see the light switches right there. Why don't they turn lights on to to see? I know it just makes it that much more scarier. But in, in, in real life, I'm fl- flicking on every single light I can find. I'll even open up the microwave and the refrigerator just to get some light, extra light. But, but even Eric was saying that. Turn the lights on. <laughs> But um, yeah. the the special effects in this, it, it's they were really simple things, just kind of like um, uh, little quick flashes of this and that. Or there's a, a scene when one of the when one of the girls, I think it was uh, Radina, she's walking back uh, into the living room and she's holding her phone or whatever, and you can see something in the background. Uh, it was uh, somebody hanging from the ceiling, and I was like, well, you could just see the legs dangling. That was like, whoa. I mean, you kept catching things. You caught that like a few times. Uh, and yeah. One of them took a picture, and you could see it. Uh, another woman, she um, she was hearing uh, noises in her attic, so she kind of stuck her phone in a selfie stick and, and just stuck it up there and started going around. You see somebody's legs dangling there. So it was a lot of stuff like that. Um, but it was – I thought it was really, really good. I mean, there wasn't um, – there was some blood in this, but not a lot. It was just really quick. But I mean, the little the scares that they were doing, the practical scares uh, that they did to that. To me, I thought they all worked because every time I saw something in the background, I was like, "Whoa, did you see that?" And I kind of get freaked out. But um, did you um, 
Did you notice in the first Insidious when uh, when the wife is walking through that their second house, that little boy standing there by the washing machine? Yeah, I saw it the first time. Uh, <laughs> it was Renee and I. I think Tiga was with us when we were watching it. And then when she walked by and you saw that little boy facing the wall, I said, did you see that? And every, even the people in the, in the audience went, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's what uh, another good trick of, you know, is uh, – is when you can sneak things in there like right now with i don't know if your listeners see it but you know even the shit that shows up i don't know how much you want to talk about this but the shit that shows up when you're filming scary movies will surprise you and you've seen proof of that in my film yeah speaking of that um do you watch that show um the osborns want to believe or whatever something like that no, is that Ozzy's family? Yeah, it's uh, Jack, Ozzy, and Sharon are sitting there watching uh, clips that they find on the internet. Be it paranormal, no, be it paranormal or aliens. I forgot to tell you. Well, I'm telling you right now, and everyone else what, is listening. Uh, what's it on? It Travel Channel, I believe. Um, they say oh, no they always say um, if you have clips or whatever for them to see, hashtag uh, Osborne's believe. I actually sent. Uh, that that vid that YouTube video of uh, what you caught uh, during the smudging. Now, if you guys still haven't seen that, I've talked about this numerous times. I'll post it again on the East Society Facebook page. But um, I hashtagged Osborne believe or want to believe or whatever it is, and um, I'm sure they get a ton of things. And my fingers crossed that uh, uh, Jack or the producers or whoever uh, sees that and and wants to. Uh, get a hold of you. I assume all your your information's on that YouTube video, right? To get a hold of you? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, they, oh, well, they can mess. They can message you. Yeah. Through uh, through that. What did What did you like? I don't know if you ever told. What did you think when you first saw that? When, when I showed when you, you first showed me. I mean, first of all, I knew everybody that was in the production because i mean i would ask, well who was all there and who, who was the, who was holding the camera who was doing this uh so i was like, all right well i knew it was just skeleton crew of, of just you guys there wasn't like a million people there helping you so um i i didn't know i couldn't tell you what I, other than it did freak me out um for those of you who don't have no idea what we're talking about mike caught uh, something it looked like a person shadow person uh, really fast. It looks like it's just standing there, but then you go back to that and it, it moves. It like walks away, and it's really quick. Um, again, I will post that video on the Facebook page uh, so you guys could see it. Um, and dude, it just freaked me out because I mean, you were there. Um, being uh, as natives, we know that we are told and taught that there are spirits everywhere, no matter where you go. So especially that kind of place. I mean, there's there's probably been a ton of people uh, in and out of there, and uh, it's just it's just something you caught uh, on film. I mean, if you watch a lot of those paranormal shows, I mean, they they catch a lot of things and things that they really can't explain. So um, again, I'm hoping that uh, one of, whoever's involved with that show sees that video and wants to uh, show it. So I don't know. Um, if they get a hold of you, uh, that's that's why <laughs> I, okay. I, I sent it to them. So because I think that's something that uh, other than just uh, us and friends and everything, I think everyone uh, should check out. And if you believe it or not, but it's 
it was weird and it did yeah. it freaked me out so when you <laughs> uh back to the movie really quick and then then i, yeah. I want to ask you something else about that video but i mean overall once everything starts going haywire there's some more things that go on in this so we, we won't really uh get into how this movie ends but uh if you like these type of films um for, if you know if you get sick watching movies that are super shaky like this, the, the found footage stuff um this might not be for you it, it wasn't really that bad um to, yeah it, it wasn't it was, just towards the end a couple scenes towards the end but the the first part of the film's pretty stationary like if you've seen unfriended either unfriended or searching it's like that it's not like blair witch style run through the woods uh but yeah but just toward, towards the end it starts to get a little high yeah but overall i think this movie is definitely worth watching and it does um get the the goosebumps uh flowing and, and the tingling and if, if you want to watch this uh if you could brave it at night and without hearing things or i'm sure you probably would hear things <laughs> bumping in the night um Definitely uh, give it a shot because this uh, definitely gets a thumbs up from both of us. But all right, that is host. It is streaming on Shutter, uh, Shutter exclusive. So everyone, please go over there. If you don't have Shutter, get Shutter. Give them a quick little plug. I think it's only like five ninety nine a month, either five ninety nine or four ninety nine a month. I can't remember. Something really cheap. That was the only reason I got it. Because some of these other streaming services, I have them all, but they are pricey but for this there is a ton and ton of good content uh be it horror uh action or uh, documentaries documentaries uh martial arts films everything on on this thing definitely uh check it out if you like um horror films and everything and they have a lot of original stuff on there um, another original thing is a creep show uh, i think season, yes. season two is coming uh hopefully pretty soon because that first season was awesome but and, and our boy our boy draws for that that's right. Uh, Jim Terry did some of the yeah. artwork for uh, Creep Show, uh, the and animated stuff. Real quick, uh, Jim Terry just uh, did some covers for uh, uh, for X Men for Marvel. Got his first Marvel gig. All right, on. Uh, so shout he did out some, to him. Yeah, did some covers of uh, of our girl. Uh, what's her name? Moonstar. Oh, <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, he did. Uh, I know we're supposed to talk about horror movies, but th there's talking about there's going to be some. Uh, some uh, native uh, uh, Marvel uh, comic books coming out soon. I don't know which ones they are. Hopefully, uh, the ones that Jim's doing. Jim is a friend yeah, of the show. He's, and he's been on this show many times. Yeah, he's he's got the he's that's his gig now. Oh, right so on. That, what? Yeah, that's he got good. he got that contract. So he yeah, he posted the other day that he's finally he's like now I can finally say what I'm doing. So yeah, so yeah, shout out to Jim, man. Yep. Represent I have Chicago. I have to get him back on the show and uh, give us a rundown of everything. Uh, Jim, so real, yeah, real quick, if you um, if you guys watch Shudder's Creep Show, Jim does uh, some of the comic book artwork that's in the show. And uh, if you check it out at the end, you'll see his name in the credits as one of the key um, one of the key artists. All righty. Uh, again, check out Jim Terry. He's got a bunch of awesome work. You can find him on Instagram, or I'm sure he's on Facebook as well. But um, he's got a website too. I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, I'll find it and I'll put it on the uh, Facebook page. But um, host, amazing film. 
All right, really quick before we get out of here, um, I'm going to ask Mike a question about uh, the stuff that he caught when he was filming the smudging. Um, when you first saw that, or I mean, how did you catch it? Were you just watching it again? Because I don't think you caught it until after we had all seen it. Yeah, I was doing some last-minute edits before I put it on um, Amazon, and I was just cleaning it up, and um, <laughs> I had all the lights off, and I was sitting here in the dark, you know, running through the reel. And it just caught the corner of my eye. I was like, wait a minute. So I went back. This was probably about 2, 2.30 in the morning. And I watched it again. And then I I swear to God, bro, I couldn't turn the lights on fast enough. It freaked me out so much. I mean, at first, like when you see something, you know, you can't, you, you can't believe it. You try to you know, rationalize it. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was, well, it was probably somebody. But then I remember I ran down to my mind. I was like, wait a minute. There was only Roe who was running the camera. She's also a photographer. There was Roe on camera. There was me, Chris and Sam. So the Roe was the only one with the camera. And then the three of us had flashlights and we were shooting in that, that the third floor of the Indian center, the former Indian center. And there was nobody else up there because we had the doors locked. There's two access points to that floor. We had them both locked. And uh, so nobody would be going in and out. Um, but, yeah, when I saw it, it was just kind of, it was chilling, you know, because, you know, you watch all these ghost shows and you're like, oh, man, that, that shit's fake. That's just somebody. But then when you see it, you know, and you, and you experience it, it's like, okay. And so I remember just to make sure I, you know, it was two, two 30 here, three is like four thirty, almost five in the morning, Chicago time. And I made a quick video and sent it out to those guys. It was like, when we were up there, do you guys recall there was anybody up there with us that night? And they're like, no, no. And then I was like, watch this video. And they watched and they were all like, holy shit. Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And Chris, you know, Chris who plays Danny boy, Chris Walsh, she was like, did you, did you add that in there? I was like, no, that's, not, I'm I'm not that good. <laughs> Never done uh, effects like that. I was like, no, that was pure. So that's when I made the YouTube video and then threw it up there. And I was like, and and when other people found out about it that were involved with the project, you know, then everybody started sharing that video, threw it up on YouTube, and you know, but like like we say, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you, the viewer. You know, like what did uh, what did Kolshak say at the end of the Night Stalker? So. So it's up to you. Believe it or not, but this is what it is. So that's, yeah, man, it, it was, it was scary. And then, you know, when mom saw it and then the family saw it, everybody was like, oh my God, you know, pops was like, are you, you know, are you sure you, was everything okay? Did anything follow you guys home? I was like, no, everybody smudged up. I taught everybody how to smudge up when they got home, you know, to make sure you, Kind of you know wipe your feet on the rug before you go in the house and but yeah dude it was uh it was tripped out seeing something like that and having it on video so well while you were talking about it i just watched it and um it was fucking creepy i mean dude it seems like you were like right there next to it um i'm sure yeah so oh when it when it when it moves when it moves when it, when it moves yeah and what, what's crazy 
is a little bit of backstory. It, it looks like it looks like it could be a woman. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And upstairs in that building, a woman was raped and killed in that building in the 70s. Um, so I remember hearing stories when the drum group, the native drum group, used to practice there at night in the tribal hall, which is on the first floor. Um, they were all leaving one night, packing up the drum and getting ready to lock up the center, and they heard a woman screaming. And this was like a couple years, a few years after it had happened. So they were like, well, let should we go see? And, you know, then when I worked there as the youth program coordinator for the, the after-school program, and I was left to lock that whole big-ass building up by myself, there was times when I'd hear, you know, hear my name or hear giggling and or feel shit. Like one time I was leaving with a group of kids and they were all waiting in the lobby and I was walking through the offices and I was turning the lights off and I felt someone like run their hand across my face. And that was like, okay, you know, but I was always taught like by my elders and my mentor, like, don't be afraid of it. You know, it's not, there's nothing to, it can't hurt you. And the way I always looked at it was I have so many people that love me on the other side nothing they they won't let anything happen to me so i just feel like maybe he's trying to say something to you or just want you to know it's there so you remember they don't want to be forgotten so you know and then when we when we left we did our offerings you know the way us natives do you know we're always taught to feed the spirits you know so we leave stuff and you know so just kind of ask permission also with you're going to do stuff like that but yeah it was a. Uh, you know, and of course, like there's people that even native people that are real skeptical, you know, about stuff. Oh, it wasn't this and that. And then there's a some that like, like, well, don't you know, don't will it, or else it'll. <laughs> In the words of Patrice, Patrice O'Neill, <laughs> you know, you you believe what you want, you carry stuff with you, you choose to or not, but you always you always respect it, no matter what, you always respect it. Yep. And which is going back to host, there was no respect given, that, so no respect was shown back. Yeah, that's why they got what the what the, I don't want to say they deserved, but that, that it was their fault. They conjured it up, they brought it in uh, from the other side, and, and all hell broke loose. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, definitely check out Shutter, everyone. And uh, I put that video up on the Facebook page, so uh, if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, definitely check it out if you're scrolling around and, and you want to see uh it is called it's it should be with the, i don't know i put all kinds of crap on there but anyway uh the post is it's a youtube video it says actual entity caught on film in the indie horror film the smudging 2016 uh so definitely uh check that out and read the uh little comment section under the video uh, on when uh, when it takes you to YouTube and, and read all the stuff that Mike uh, wrote there, but um, uh, yeah, host definitely uh, an awesome film. I love with how they made it, and I loved everybody in it. Uh, Mike's uh, film, The Smudging, is streaming on Amazon Prime, so definitely check that out if you guys haven't seen it yet, and watch that video because I mean, what, what like I said, what Mike was talking about, I was watching it and it just freaked me out. Um, I have one light on other than my computer in front of me. I need to turn this other light on because <laughs> I'm um, creeped out about it. Dude, that was... I'd seen it a million times, but it's... 
fucking creepy every time uh, that I watch it. But definitely you guys check it out if you guys uh, want to see it. Uh, believe it or don't. It's totally up to you. <laughs> so, but um, on this end of the table, uh, we're believers. So uh, we're definitely not going to be conjuring up things like that uh, on this show. But uh, anything else before we get out of here? Um, I'll talk to you about this off off uh, off the record. But I'm actually going to start working on another short film, another uh, short project, a story, a narrative project, um, supernatural one. Cool. So, well, of course, Mike will be on here to talk about it once it's uh, all out in the open. Still uh, hush hush for now. So you guys just got a little sneak preview that he's got something coming. So, but um, uh, all right, brother, we are done for the night. Um, everyone, please be safe out there. Uh, don't conjure up anything in the darkness, and <laughs> wear your masks. Uh, also, uh, what the hell is that? Oh, uh, the social distance, the six feet, all that, and wash your hands and everything else. So. Until next time, everyone, uh, stay creepy.